pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 144 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over the Hero Starfighter Assault game mode, our thoughts, and what we would like to see from a future Clone Wars DLC. Let's get started. So, before the July update, there was many changes, one of which was the addition of Hero Starfighter Assault, which is more towards the style of Battlefront 2015's Heroes vs. Villains, where you get a set amount of heroes, and once you die as those heroes, you respawn as a regular fighter ship. So imagine Heroes vs. Villains with ships, and you've got what Hero Starfighter Assault is. You've played a little bit. I've played way more than you have. I've played a decent chunk. What are your thoughts on it so far? Well, I was never the biggest fan of the Starfighter Assault to begin with. I think this is like one of your first times ever playing a yeah, Starfighter Assault game The only game reason mode. I actually played this game mode was to get the Han Solo uh, Hoth skin. So I'm, I'm not good at it, but I wouldn't say I'm bad at it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems the damage output and everything seems so weird. I'm not used to it, so I can't say if it's balanced or not. But I did enjoy it. It's it's nice to play like those, you know, the Darth Maul Scimitar only thing bad about it i have to say is like the heroes have like four millennium falcons i think it, it's three so yeah, they've three. got the the og millennium falcon with where you've got han solo and chewbacca flying it then you've got the uh, ray and chewbacca flying it then you've got lando and l3 flying it all of them have different variations on their gameplay and they also have a different uh, voice uh, different voices that show up depending on the game but they all three share one common trait they're all giant discs that eat lasers <laughs> and they suck like all the villains are based on mobility and they, they just like destroy the um rebels but i still haven't played enough to where i can say which one wins the most that's just my experiences so far i think it's balanced because i've had i've played with varying degrees of people who were varying degrees of skilled players um one match this uh, the other team was super overpowered and either way they won and uh, then another team that i was on we were both very balanced so it was a back and forth kind of thing i feel like the heroes have a slight advantage from my experiences the heroes are able to come back much faster they do have more fighters to choose from hero wise I think they have like two more or three more. Uh, just the regular ones? No, the hero ships. The hero ships. They have, I think they have an even amount. I thought they had more. If you if you count the three versions of the Millennium Falcon, that limits the amount of different varied uh, starfighters that you can play as, whether they're heroes or not. Um, overall, though, I think it's a really well done game mode. I think it's a good thing for Starfighter Assault, getting players into it and being able to just get more players to experience the gameplay and that kind of thing of Starfighter Assault. Because, like yourself and many others, it's a game mode that they've played once or twice through challenges and then dropped off immediately. I'm a huge fan of Starfighter Assault. I really like the game modes when I can get into a match. Overall, I really enjoy it. 
Right now, the game is kind of buggy. Just overall, Palpatine is still gone, uh, but we are getting a patch later in this month that will fix that. Uh, another thing, another bit of news, Finn and Palpatine will not be getting, there are no plans for Finn and Palpatine to be getting lightsabers in the near future. So if, if you're waiting for that, it won't be happening. Which is understandable. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't make sense for the game mode. Yeah, because it has to be balanced in some sort of way. And if you're having like, plus it doesn't make sense for Finn to have in the first place since he's, he doesn't know he's not force sensitive. He used it for uh, one battle. And he lost terribly. And then Palpatine, I mean, they've, they've never had him a lightsaber and the original trilogy doesn't focus on his lightsaber either. It's more of his force abilities. Before we leave the topic of hero Starfighter Assault, I asked on Twitter what you all thought. Uh, Spartacus Inc. replied with, Just like Heroes vs. Villains from Battlefront 2015, but in space. Only issue is how the hero ships are unbalanced, plus how good ships get nerfed. I, overall, I think that is a, a just comparison. Uh, Ham Der Oscar loves it. It's so nice to finally have a game mode where I can easily level up my hero ships. Overall, I think it is a fun game mode, even when I have to play as normal starfighters. At this moment, it is in my top three favorite game modes. And then Mark at Mark Gambit 87 Good, but the replay value for me is low. Would like to see more ships added to the game. Still want an Enforcer class added to it, like Wiggies on the ground. Let's have playable starfighters and B-Wings as Enforcer classes. <laughs> Okay, so in, in the game, you're chosen as a hero starfighter. You die, what 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 do you choose? How do you like that varied gameplay of being in the super powerful ship that everyone's targeting to a lesser powerful ship that you can move around more freely? I personally really like it. Uh, what, what do you think? The transition to just a normal infantry. Yeah. I mean, it's like really hard to kill a hero ship as that. Like I was on the slave one. Depending depending on which class you choose. Yeah, and I cho chose a bomber class, which does more damage. I I did a one of the uh, X-Wings, farthest to the right X-Wing. I don't remember the names. I'm not that familiar with. Not the Interceptor. It's not the Interceptor, but one of the farthest right X-Wings. And I was able to track down the Slave 1 and get him, get the Slave 1's health down to about 20%, all with just a regular fighter class. And it's all dependent on which ones you choose. Slave 1 is cancerous in this game mode. All they do is circle around and everyone follows them and can't shoot them. Yes. Uh, a big tip, if you are in a ring around the rosy kind of setup for the game, fly away and then fly back. Yeah, I finally figured that out, but it's... Uh... I don't want him like to get away to regen because the regen is like really fast in this game mode. There was matches that went on super long because there was only one hero ship on each side and they just kept running away and regening. Mm -hmm. Which it varies the game mode, I think. Another thing to note in the game mode, it is best three out of five. My biggest thing about this game mode, I love the fact that they are highlighting Starfighter Assault because that is a community that normally doesn't really get new content all that frequently. I'm really glad that they are bringing new experiences to that because the Starfighter gameplay is solid. It feels really great and it's easy to be able to look at that and say okay we don't need to we don't need to add more things to it even though that community would really really enjoy it. So I'm glad that it is being highlighted. Another thing that happened in the past week, Clone Wars is coming back for a seventh season. Hashtag Clone Wars saved. Or ruined. Could be ruined. I mean, that series ended trippy. They 
They put in depth the deities of Star Wars. You know, that Netflix original last series season? That got weird. Yeah. Like the origin of the Force. That wasn't at the last of it, was it? I believe it was. That was in the middle, I believe. The middle of the last season. I don't think it was the last season. I thought it was. Uh, the Netflix the Netflix original sixth season was, uh, I think it was focused on Yoda. I haven't watched the series in maybe a year or two. Uh, so it's been a while. I don't know exactly how it was, how it ended. But overall, I'm glad to see them going back to that era. And I tweeted on Twitter, after watching the new Clone Wars trailer, I want a season dedicated to show to the show more than ever. Just the show. Uh, I know with uh, season three, we're getting the prequel era content, but I would love to see just a show season. Then I asked, what are some of the big things you'd want to see? Adam Fiction at Adam Frederick 10 has thought a lot about this. Ahsoka, Tano, and Asajj Ventress, Captain Rex and Cad Bane, Padme and Aura Singh, Arc Troopers and Droidicas, Republic Commando and Magna Guards, Bad Batch skins for Commandos, Young Boba Fett skin slash voice with uh, Bounty Hunter armor, Jedi Temple, Siege of Mandalore, and Order 66. I would love to see an Order 66 game mode. Oh yeah. The time has come. Execute Order 66. I'd like a... Six or seven clones versus one Jedi. Mm-hmm. On Coruscant. Oh, yeah. On Felucia. Hmm. How would, would that work? So would they vanquish? I guess it's not canon anyway, so it's either you win or you lose. You execute Order 66. Mm-hmm. Or you don't. Ryan Syme at Ryan Ryan Scott 00. Krell Battle of Umbara. That is definitely a uh, highly requested kind of thing to be added to the game. Uh, Joe Novacor Joe says, I don't think it will happen, but I would love to see Ahsoka and Cad Bane. I would definitely be an Ahsoka main. Cad Bane, I think, would be an awesome character. Uh, another. I could see them doing a DLC for the Clone Wars, but would be about this new series, not the previous. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you know, they're, they're um, making all these DLCs out of new content of Star Wars Solo, The Last Jedi. And this actually is really convenient for him. Gives him an excuse to later down the line make a Clone Wars DLC. Mm-hmm. Something that LA at Battlefront Updates did a video on. A lengthy video, more like a podcast, 16 minutes. On the future of Battlefront games. Overall, I'm going to link it down in the description. It is a great, well-done video. Just looking at what the future of the Battlefront series could be in the future of like Star Wars games. Something that he did f- notice and feature in the discussion, one of the first parts was their, their mentioning of keeping the content update for the future months, and they said years. Do you, do you think, looking at how, they, how it's been received and how the game doesn't, hasn't really felt like it's been an actual game yet, do you think that they would expand the season content into 2019 with something like the Clone War saved? I think it's a possibility because Battlefront... It hasn't really got its kickoff yet. Still hasn't. I mean, we still haven't got our real wave of content yet. Last Jedi was lackluster. This season didn't even feel like a season. And even with them uh, doing this roadmap and saying that they're not even going to release that Clone Wars content together. Mm-hmm. Separating it out yeah, into separating it two out. separate seasons, like actual seasons, fall and winter. So if they keep doing it this way, we're not going to have much content. So it means they can spread it out to another year. And at this time during Battlefront 2015's lifetime, we were finishing off the first 
technically year of the game, we already heard rumblings of a next game. Now, the, the developers weren't actually talking about it or anything, and we we knew there was going to be a game coming in the future. We knew, even just from rumblings, just from the developer's silence on certain things, that there was a Battlefront 2 coming out. This kind of game, and like Jorgensen from EA's comments about future games, hasn't actually focused on Battlefront as, at all. So that's what I'm, I'm thinking, that because we haven't heard it yet on a next game of Battlefront 3, that we will be extending this game into 2019. But when you do that, you run into crossing paths with Battlefield 5. And Battlefield 5 is EA's wonderful child that they've been focusing on greatly, and Battlefront 2 has been the uh, the ugly stepchild. Yeah, so they're going to have as much time to dedicate to Star Wars Battlefront 2. And that's what they did uh, the last game, is that during the slow time of Battlefront 2015 they worked on, they had the chance to work on their new Battlefield game. But if they're still releasing content, it's going to be weird for that. Yeah, it would it would throw off the Battlefield-Battlefront cycle. And as we see from Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1, if you release the games within two weeks of each other, one of the games is going to be focused on and more than likely that game would be Star Wars Battlefront. I'm Overall though, I, th- I would hope and maybe this is a three-year game more towards the style of Rainbow Six Siege where this game, that game is going into its third year bringing so much more content and just re-envisioning the game. I think Battlefront could do that and I think it has the infrastructure and the legs to do that as long as we get this huge push and just a massive rebranding of the game because that's what it needs. When when you mention to other gaming YouTube channels, other you read articles on other gaming websites like GameSpot's terrible about this of just keep on keep on and keep on pushing this awful um, awful idea of Battlefront. Oh, look at this. Battlefront's got content again. Oh my gosh. Uh when we've had consistent content monthly um, just hasn't been in the form of seasons but when when you mention this to the everyday player you get a oh gross battlefront kind of thing when the game overall is a great game and has some great content has great gameplay it's just it was misguided in its launch it didn't do the things that we needed it to do as a follow-up to battlefront 2015 yeah that's what that's what they're gonna run into is all the bad publicity it's gotten so far they still haven't rebounded from that, even though like the Clone Wars content was announced and people have been c- keeping their eyes on this. They still kind of dash those dreams with release, not even releasing it together by spreading it apart. But we'll see how it how the the gap varies. If it's like you know what we had with between the uh, Last Jedi and the Solo season, if it's like that length, it's going to hurt the game a lot. But if it's like as they promised, you know, every couple months it comes out. It's going to be it's going to be a hit. Definitely. Um, I'll be interested to see once we hit that once we hit August, how the roadmap will change, because it's going to be a constantly evolving kind of roadmap for the game. So I'm interested to see what they do with that. And if they do continue with the idea of, OK, maybe this content is going to be done sooner. So we're going to change the roadmap to reflect that. And they need to actually make a roadmap. This ro- last roadmap, everyone do everything on that list Mm -hmm. it was no surprises we knew the dates we knew the content so it's not even it's not even giving us anything that we wanted or needed Mm -hmm. it was basically oh hey here's ea play in a nice little uh infographic and also kind of they let us know that more skins will be coming and they didn't they didn't deliver on what they promised at ea play where this they announced the prequel season to be this huge content drop with two heroes and two villains come to find out once we get the roadmap that that isn't the case 
and Geonosis will be coming later, while the big game mode will be coming sooner. And overall, it just doesn't feel like they were confident enough to do what they uh, intended to do. I guess because, uh, I mean, some of the, like, General Grievous doesn't work with Geonosis as a canon kind of package. So I guess they could be saving him. General Grievous is coming out first along with Obi-Wan. Oh, he is? Yes. A- a- on Gen- Geonosis? Not, no, Geonosis is coming in winter. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to separate. I mean, yeah, it w- makes sense that they can release themed maps for it, but still we need more heroes and villains. We need the more content. Maps in particular. We are, we've run very low. We haven't had many maps added in some of the map and the maps that we have had in uh, Jabba's palace. And um, we, we, we got one reused map Jabba's palace, and then we got a new map so that we've only gotten three new maps since the launch of the game. And none of them have been based around the bigger game modes. Mm-hmm. Except for The Last Jedi with Kray. Yeah, the crate, but that was like months ago. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a hand-in-hand kind of release with a game mode and a, a new map to the extent that we had previously with Battlefront 2015. Yeah, in 2015, we were getting more content at the same amount of time so far, more so than this game, which we were promised. More content, less time. We're getting less content, more time right now. We're getting less content more frequently though because we are getting something every month it just isn't as massive as what we're used to in battlefront 2015 even though maybe if you spread it out over the three months that it took to get a new dlc drop but these aren't season based which is what we picture as content packaged up as this is like here got here little babies here are your pacifiers because we need to buy time until we get a good content drop yeah i I just think they are trying they're trying their best to get the things that they need done done they're trying because these these people work on the game they they work and toil on the game day in and day out i understand that bringing content and then when we when we as a community go and berate them and just bash them we try and stay away from that on this show but as just a community as a whole going on reddit going on twitter and just spamming ben walk just bashing all of the people involved in the game that takes away from their enjoyment of making this thing and expanding it if they spent the time that they have on these limited time only game modes and these little content drops on the season we would have better quality content but it would come out less frequently Yes, but I would be willing to wait for that. And but but those that's where it gets into the nitty gritty and the kind of the double edged sword. I really like the limited time game modes that they have. While James and Jill over there may not, maybe their main thing is getting new maps, while mine is getting new game modes. And then you kind of have to balance that out. Maybe this month we get a new map and a new game mode. Or what will probably really hurt the game, as in the solo DLC, is that by the time that they were. They, they probably wanted to kill some time to where they could release their content for Solo. But really, in that amount of time between The Last Jedi and Solo, they could have released something else. Yeah, they could have released something bigger. I, I think that's the main thing. But we also have to keep in consideration that during the time between uh, I know they worked The Last on the progression Jedi, system. they had the progression system, which was vital to the game. Um, that took away a lot of man hours from adding new content. And they it, were probably at the point to where... They finished the progression system. It's a little while away to Solo, so we can just wait a little longer. Mm-hmm. And Solo was very much a give us some time to do other things and plan out what we're going to do for the future DLC. It was one of those seasons where, okay, we've got this content from Battlefront 2015. We've got uh, this map from the new Solo movie. And then we've got these skins. 
along with extraction returning. That was very much, we got a lot of content in there, but it wasn't exactly what we were expecting in a season. And that wasn't, I don't think, communicated well um, on exactly how that season would function. Uh, up until the release, we were wondering whether or not there was a hero and a villain going to be added like the previous season. And Solo kind of just spread itself thin with its content. Like we just we just got this new game mode that was with the solo season. I mean, it's nice to have it spread out, but then again, I just like to have everything released in a little tight box at the same time. See, and I think this is as a community where it gets difficult as developers to make uh, content because you may want just big drops less frequently. Well, little Johnny over there wants... Oh my gosh once um smaller drops more frequently the overall because johnny doesn't have a developed mind (laughs) and he hasn't doesn't have the realm of patience that most players have come on johnny you're (laughs) ruining this game um so i i'm i'm looking forward to seeing how they approach that i think just as a community we should be more more receptive we shouldn't we shouldn't give them a free pass just because we should still we need to be able to as a community, go in and offer constructive criticism. And instead of just being like, oh, this game is trash. Why does anybody play it? That kind of thing. And stop focusing on those people just because you're angry at the less content that you're getting. Go out and be like, okay, the developers, I really love this thing that you're doing, but there's also this thing that I, I feel you're neglecting. Or, hey, I love this thing. Could you focus on this more? Really enjoy that and bring it more of a constructive criticism where you start from a a positive place and work out of that instead of starting very negative and just trying to get working on vitriol and just pushing out this negative content, uh, negative uh, feedback that isn't helpful at all. The feedback is necessary, but I mean, when everyone just like says the same thing, it does get overwhelming for them. I guess they do feel kind of rushed to get something out. And when things are rushed, the quality drops tremendously. But I mean, uh, they do have every, we do have every right to make these comments, but they don't have to be so harsh. Exactly. See, we, we need to make, we need to be a, an active community and a, uh, a communicative, a communicative, uh, community where us and the developers aren't on these two playing fields like us versus them it's more of a okay i love this game you love this game so let's let's work on making this game even better instead of uh just trying to be like oh this thing sucks take it out of the game right now so i think that's going to be something if the game is to be continued into the future that we need to see and from the developers as well i think the developers need to work on their their communication and not just relying on benwalk benwalk has been doing a great job but i think i I would personally love to see more more of an education of the players because if you educate us the players on what's going on how things work you're we're much more likely to be okay you know i see why this thing took so long or i see why this thing got done sooner instead of being like, oh, you're not going to understand this developer gibberish. So we're just going to keep you in the dark and not actually say why this thing took so long. Yeah, because if they would just show the process, we wouldn't be so quick because because so we tell them this thing. They don't explain why the reason they just apologize. Yeah. Sorry, we can't do that. Tell us the reason. Let us know why you're not doing this. Be like, oh, we can't do that because the infrastructure in the background of Heroes vs. Little Villains wouldn't let us actually add that. Battlefront 2015 was a culprit of this as well. Uh, Towards the end of the life 
cycle, we got rumblings of uh, Hero Blast being added to the game. But because of the infrastructure and how that worked, we weren't able to get the game mode and we we didn't really hear anything about it afterwards. In fact, the, the communication that we got was from Paul Kesslin on our podcast and we asked him about Hero Blast and kind of the idea of what behind went behind that and uh, how that got shelved. What about Hero Blast? Ah, Hero mm-hmm. Blast, yeah. So, um... So that's an interesting that. one. Um, that one is, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, this goes to something I mentioned earlier about us uh, working iteratively and trying to tweak things as time goes on. That's Hero Blast is something that we started work on at one point, but uh, it's something that we had to pause for various reasons. Um, so part of it is in the code, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, nothing, nothing to say uh, about that mode itself. And sadly, not everyone listens to our podcast. So I just think uh, I just think that is something that we need in the community, letting us know why certain things are added and why certain things can't be added. Uh, finishing off the uh, the last uh, couple tweets regarding the the Clone Wars TV show season, Bacon Games at Bacon Games NL says Ahsoka Mandalore map and Mandalorian reinforcements. I would love to see that. Eduardo J at Imperial Ace 1985. Totally agree, but season four should give it a shot at Scarif Shieldgate, Beach, and Citadel Tower. Because Rogue One, after the fact, has become a very popular um, want in the community. I mean, if we're getting like extraction and Jabba's Palace ported over, like, you know, we can get Rogue One content back. And maybe the, I, I would love to see that. Say, okay, I'm Ben Walk. Uh, Hi, I'm Ben Walk. I go out on Twitter and say, okay, after Clone Wars, this is what we're doing. We're going to kind of take, we're going to try and take a break on the huge, huge additions. And we're going to focus on bringing back some of Battlefront 2015's maps and content so we can bring something in later. What they should do is like, while they're not too focused on Battlefield, they need to start pumping out new, new content. And when they're working on Battlefield and squaring that away, they should be porting old content over mm-hmm. to where they have to do less work. Yeah, it's different work. Uh, it's still it's still work. It's still an amount of um, out man hours that goes into it. But the ideas, but the ideas and all have of already that yeah. have been created. They they're already there. They already know what the map would look like, and it's easier to port over those older maps because they've got to get the assets and all that stuff. It's in the same kind of engine than it is to go in and hand create a completely new map. So. I would like to see them say, after this huge content drop of the prequels, what we're going to do is take a break and look back on Battlefront 2015 and add some content from that so we can get a perspective on, uh, we can give fans of Battlefront 2015 some content that they love and also get an idea of what going forward the next season will be. Friend of the podcast, Henry Banning, at Henry Banning 1 says there could be a great opportunity for an awesome single-player campaign. Something like an Umbara campaign would be great. Yeah, that's another thing I would like to see them add. Yeah, more campaign to, content. They need to start flushing out the campaign a little more. It doesn't necessarily have to be item versio. It can be go go back into all three eras that it has. And we're not talking about like a full-fledged, like maybe some missions, like yeah. some stories. Just one mission, two missions, just something that will get you into the mood and... Um, add something to the Star Wars universe. Not to the extent of the Iron Versio campaign, just smaller things. More like Battlefield 1's campaign, where it just has these little vignettes that you can play. Sweet River Baines said, I'd like Jango Fett as an alternate skin for Boba Fett. 
And I think that's something that would be easily added um, and fans would really enjoy. But I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. Thanks for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. Our email is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. That is just a great way to help us keep the con- keep the podcast going. Um, also, help support the podcast. Uh, another way completely free to help support the podcast is to leave a review on iTunes. We've had some fantastic reviews on iTunes recently. Thank you so much. We got to the hallowed order 66. We had we have 66 reviews on there. Hoping by the end of the year to get to 100. And that helps us out in iTunes search. It helps other listeners out. And we also get to hear your feedback. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. And in the future, we want to do more content there. That's not necessarily just the podcast uploaded there, but also some other things like we did before. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you.